progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Palmdale Regional Medical Center has announced plans for significant expansions of the hospital to offer new service lines and to meet the growing needs of the Antelope Valley. My guest today is Dick Allen. He's the CEO of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Dick, what a pleasure to have you with us today. Please tell us, why did Palmdale embark on this project? The project that we're now beginning has been in the planning stages for quite some time based upon a study of needs within the community and uh, and looking towards the future as well. So really the cornerstone of the first phase of a three-phase project that we're working on is really our development of labor and delivery services at Palmdale Regional. There actually hasn't been a baby born in Palmdale for nearly 40 years now and and in doing a lot of assessment in the community focus groups found that that was one area of great need so we'll be very happy to be opening a brand new uh, labor and delivery unit at Palmdale Regional sometime next year in the late second to early third quarter. Not only will it provide general OB services, but it will also provide uh, neonatal intensive care services and pediatric services. So we're excited about that. Uh, in addition to that, doing a lot of work in phase one around improving our technologies. Technologies in the area of radiology specifically with uh, new MRI, new CT scanners, and also in our cath lab with the replacement of both of our cath labs with the newest uh, world-class capabilities. So we're excited about that. Along with that and along with general growth, we also have to do some growth in some of our ancillary areas, such as the pharmacy, laboratory, and even support areas like our sterile supplied areas to ensure we have sufficient space to allow our team to do their work in the fashion that we like them to work. How exciting. And you got to some of my questions before I asked them, so thank you so much for that. So tell us a little bit about how this expansion will affect and benefit patient care. You mentioned the new maternity labor and delivery unit. How will that impact mom and baby? How will all of this affect your patient care ability? Well, I think especially when we talk about OB services, we have two hospitals in the Antelope Valley, an area with roughly a half million people. And uh, the Palmdale area is actually the largest community or one of the largest communities in the country without its own OB program. So this will provide services closer to home for a lot of those expectant moms along with their uh, their babies. So we're excited about that and, and also recognize that to this point in time, nearly 1,200 mothers drive down the hill into the L.A. Basin to deliver their babies now. So we're hopeful that uh, as we open this service up, that many of them will choose to stay in the Antelope Valley, certainly make it a much shorter drive from home to hospital. So that's great for patients. And how about your staff? Dick, how is this expansion going to affect the way your staff gets to take care of patients? Well, I I think uh, in terms of our staff, I don't believe we'll be impacted any way other than the way they already provide services. We already are recognized by LeapFrog as a B hospital in terms of LeapFrog scores. 
and uh, uh, they do an exceptional job of patient care uh, on a day-to-day basis. They're as excited as the community is with the expansion because many of them want to have opportunities to work in new areas or return to areas they might have worked in in the past. From a patient care point of view, particularly as it relates to our team, uh, they're very excited and uh If anything, it just gives them greater opportunity. So when will the new buildings open and when will the expanded or relocated portions of the existing hospital space be operational? Majority of our programming that we're working on will be operational within the next 12 months. Our phase one uh, strategy, which also includes the addition of a new floor for spine, orthopedics, and bariatrics is slated to open within the next 36 months, as well as an additional pod to our ICU, which will bring us from 24 to 32 beds in our intensive care unit. We have two other phases that are linked to this project. The second phase, which we're doing an evaluation of now, is determining the feasibility of building an 80 to 100 bed uh, behavioral health hospital on our campus. And finally, in phase three, the potential of expanding with a new patient care tower, provided we have the demand in the community that would support that. Tell us a little bit about intensive care services and the opening of that new bed nursing unit for joint spine. And you mentioned bariatric care. Expand on that a little bit for us. Well, we've had very exceptional programming in orthopedics, spine, and bariatric care for years. In fact, our bariatric program is fully accredited and is recognized as one of the better ones on the West Coast. We're going to displace uh, those programs to existing units when we open up our OB program, which will go in the space those programs currently occupy. So by finishing a new unit, that allows us to amalgamate those services back on one floor with the specialized teams we have uh, that support all three of those. In terms of our intensive care, we currently have 24 beds. We have eight bed pods in our ICU, and uh, we've introduced intensivist services within the last year. And with that, we anticipate that we'll see a continued growth in the number of patients being transferred here with more serious health issues. So uh, that, in turn, is driving uh, the need to go ahead and expand the ICU out. We also get economies of scale for those that are of a business mind. by doing both units at the same time, it'll reduce the cost of the projects. And what about evaluating potential expansion of the hospital's emergency department? What are you looking at for that? Currently, uh, we uh, have a 35-bed emergency department closing in on 80,000 visits per year, which is fairly high, and are beginning to look at whether or not we should add an additional 12 beds to that area Uh, in space that's already there so it wouldn't cause any new external construction. In the advance of doing that, we're simply working on our throughput processes to see if we can't push patients through the system more quickly and push the development of additional beds off for another year or two. But I fully expect that within this three-year phase one window that we'll be adding the additional 12 beds to our ICU. One of the things that being in Los Angeles County 
is that the Department of EMS really controls trauma designations, but uh, should there ever be an issue in the community where our trauma hospital has challenges, we're certainly willing and believe we have the space and the diagnostic capabilities to uh, move into that role uh, to assume trauma responsibilities if necessary. So then along those lines, you mentioned technology before, Dick, and for patients in the community, one of the most exciting things is when they hear that hospitals have advanced technology. You mentioned it a little, and I'd love for you to expand a little bit more on MRI and CT scanners and the cardiac cath lab. Tell us about what's really exciting. What excites you about that? Well, I, I think that the, the most exciting thing, especially in, in the world of uh, CT scanning, is that you're able to begin to apply applications technologically which focus on certain things more so than others. So uh, we may have one of our scanners that is more focused on the heart and may have another one that's more focused on uh, tissue, breast tissue, things such as that. With the new scanners we're bringing in, they're effectively uh, 256 uh, slice scanners. Those are about the fastest scanners you'll ever see for application in general health care. Once you go above that, and the next grade up would be a 512 slice. That's where we start to get into the research world. But it's amazing with the heart that you can capture the beat with a 256 CT, and we'll have a pair of those uh, uh, online this coming year in 2020. On the MRI side, we're really focusing more heavily on on neuro, in the neurosurgical world and, and uh, neuro issues, recognizing that a 1.5 Tesla MRI is much more appropriate in that world than the 3.0s that we use in orthopedics, which we then hope to develop in the near future with the opening of more uh, outpatient services. Really is all so exciting. As we wrap up, Dick, tell the listeners what you'd like them to know about how these changes are going to affect and benefit the community and what you find are the most exciting parts that you really want them to know about. I think that when you look to the future, we're aligned with the future already once all of the technology takes off. The breadth of services we're uh, providing, we truly are a full-service hospital. One program we didn't mention was our acute rehabilitation program, which just opened about two years ago. We have some of the highest technologies you can find in the acute rehab world in that facility as well, which handles our spinal cord trauma, brain trauma, and stroke patients. So we're very excited about that addition, which is, quite frankly, the only service of its kind in the high desert region of Southern California. So when you look at what we have all together programmatically and with the replacement of our technologies, we really are a brand-new hospital all over again. I would close by saying that, that really, I think, and, and we're starting to see it, within our community, patients, when they come in here, are really discovering the difference. What great information. Dick, it was such a pleasure to have you join us today. What an exciting expansion. And I hope that you'll join us again as things progress and let us know how it's going. Thank you again for being with us. And that wraps up another episode of Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center.
you can head on over to our website at palmdaleregional.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as interesting as I did, please share on your social media, share with others that you know that could also get excited about this expansion and be sure not to miss all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Until next time, this is Melanie Cole.